Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, April 25th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Uh, we're having some trouble with our computers here this morning with how we save stuff. So I'm going to keep this quick because i got to try to figure out how to get this off to Logan to put together yes. and to release to you. So if you're hearing this, we were successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I was dragging ass today, Sean. I was having one of those days where I was like struggling to keep my eyes open. I hate that. I remember that from school, especially. Yep. I remember certain days in school where I just kept nodding off and like. I still, in those the fluorescent lights. Yeah. I can't keep my eyes open <laughs> to this day. Like it's our our boss upstairs. He he's got those lights, and if there's not a lot of natural light coming through, I find that even in his office, I'm just like, oh, like there's something about those lights that it, no. Yep. But I mean, we've it's bright. It's nice and sunny here. We've got it lots is. of natural light coming in. I don't know why. I'm just nodding off. I don't have any caffeine at hand. I thought about even like running a hot lap of the block here to try to get get, get the blood pumping. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I mean because of our schedule and how early it is in the morning, like sometimes I just need to, like I'll do laps around here for a bit just to get the blood moving. Because yeah, then if you get busy and you're sitting for too long, too, I'm like I need to move. Yeah, like get me out of here. Yep. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll just maybe get to it here. We're gonna talk about uh, a, a comedian pointing out some Terry's. Mm-hmm. Alberta Demonyms. Uh, my mom boofed again. Boof. Our co-workers had kind of a funny outing recently. Team building event, if you want to call it that. Traditional female names, but used for guys. Some examples of that. I'm listening to this audiobook that had um, some, some good advice for being a more thoughtful and open-minded person, I think. I'll share that with you. Something that they have a tournament in that we were both surprised at. Some Fortune 500 suggestions, and the Flames are trying to get people to renew their season tickets. It's not going well. Mm-mm. How much is a Flames season ticket, Shauna? Uh, our friend who has mid, mid-range tickets, like 200 levels, but actually good seats, is our 2700 a ticket. Per ticket, per seat. So, yeah, 5200 so for a pair. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a lot of money to spend for a team that disappointed everybody this past season. So Yeah, also I did that math wrong. Did you? Yeah. 5,400 for 5,400, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even catch it. Well, yeah. I'm half asleep over here. Let's let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to the show after your out-of-context clip of the show. Hiking is for the Army and political prisoners. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I guess the Flames are sending out their season ticket renewal emails right now. And, uh... Oof. That's a tough season ticket drive. I think some people are still upset about the way that season ended. Uh, a lot of people are yeah. canceling their tickets. Um, really? Yeah. So a Twitter friend actually tried to cancel their t- tickets and I guess responded to the email saying, no, I will not be renewing and got a response that said, please pause on your cancellation decision until August. And then the email cited a new GM and young prospects being reasons to hold off. Wow. So they're really being like, no, 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 just wait. No, 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 don't. Oh, oh, it's good. Just hang on, please. They're really trying to keep people. No kidding. 
Yeah, so uh, then this this friend responded with a fairly passionate email, and I thought I could read you a few lines. Yeah, please do. Uh, So they said, sure, we can pause until August, but I'm really not feeling optimistic about the direction of the team. So while I appreciate your enthusiasm, I don't share it. I can't see the value in tickets that have increased in cost while a team underperforms. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Costs go up, but when hope is down and morale for the team is at an all-time low among fans and even within the team, if rumors are true... Asking fans to pay even more seems like a kick to the teeth after a throat punch of a season. It's a fair email. It is. Nothing they said there was untrue. No. And then they continue. They say costs are going up and it's hard to imagine spending hard-earned money on a team where guys are getting paid millions but don't show up night after night. Add to that ownership that refuses to listen to its fan base when they've been crying for a rebuild for years. It's pointless to renew the Flames tickets when Sutter even refuses to use the youth we have citing the young prospects coming up. So, yikes. Yeah. That's an ass-kicking of an email there, it isn't is. it? And then the sales rep at the Flames who gets just, this is like, oh, what do I do with this? Well, they're probably like, like I agree, <laughs> but I need someone to sign up. <laughs> I have some Fortune 500 businesses for your consideration, Shauna. Please. Uh, the first one comes from friend of the show, Adam. He said there is a bakery in, this is up off north of 32nd Avenue called Delicious. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, he said it's right down the road from Sleep Rover Doggy Daycare, which oh, we talked yeah. about. It's also directly across the street from Eclair de Lune. Yeah. And just down the road from Jim Bowes Archery. Mm-hmm. So this is... That is a pun mecca. That's pun town. That's pun town right this there. This area between Edmonton Trail, Deerfoot, yep. and then McKnight and 32nd. Pun country. Mm-hmm. Puntry, if you will, Shauna. Mm. Puntry. Uh, this next one, I'm not entirely sure about. This one came from McHale. Have you heard of this company in Calgary that recycles chopsticks? Yes. They recycle like 500 kilograms of chopsticks a week or whatever. And yep. it's, uh, they're called Chop Value. And McHale submitted that as a pun. I'm missing the pun here. Is it like Shop Value, but Chop Value? I don't get the pun either. Okay. No. Maybe we're just too slow. Maybe. Chop Anyway, value. I thought I would bring that up. Yeah. Okay. Um... We'll have to think on that one. Maybe we're just stupid. It's good. <laughs> you got to tell me if this is a pun or not. Okay. I passed a uh, landscaping company called Dreamscapes. Would Dreamscapes be a pun or no? See, that's another one that I kind of would say n- no. No. Like it, I wasn't sure. When you kind of like shoehorn two words together, I don't necessarily... Although, I mean, by definition, I suppose pun is just wordplay, right? So it could be in all, all different forms. So there you go. It's just not the most fun we've had playing with words. Yeah, it's just so. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly. Okay. And then I have uh, actually two that haven't actually, they're not actually businesses. They're just two ideas I had for potential pun businesses. Okay, perfect. The first one actually comes from my five-year-old Brigham. Yeah. And he was talking about how the word chair is in the word charity. So like chairs for charity or charity Mm -hmm. would be a good pun business. That would be great. It also sounds like a total scam, doesn't it? It sure does. Like if you're looking to set up maybe a charitable scam. Yeah. Chairs for charity. Charity. Chairs charity. For charity. It's like yeah. giving the less fortunate a place to sit down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds nice, but yeah, strange. What exactly is it that you do there mm-hmm. other than take people's money? Um, and then I thought of this one. You know how like auto body shops are always called something paint and body? Yeah. I mean, so and so's paint and body or whatever. If I ever lose this job, maybe I'll start a house painting business called Beckler's Paint and Body. But it'll just be me painting shirtless at your house. So then you get your house painted and you also get my body. 
and then cool. I'll hire other people and then they can bring their bodies and we'll hmm. we'll paint and then we'll have our bodies on display. It'll be our <laughs> I don't know how many people really want that. I'm not gonna lie. I, but well we're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You could get all different types of bodies too, because all bodies are beautiful. Absolutely. So, yeah. They're not limiting this to any one type Absolutely of body. Not. No, I want maybe, a big gut fur. Maybe please. you have a preference. Yeah. Maybe Giant you want a gut fur type paint in my paint in my house for me. We'll have several different shapes of bodies on our roster. All the bodies, any type you want, yeah. And then I'll answer the phone. Good afternoon, Beckler's paint and body. What kind of body are you after? Um, Can you please stop saying the word body like that? That's enough. Okay. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So yesterday we were talking about skills that you might have where you're in the top 1%. Like if you'd be in the top 1% of anything, really. And we decided that neither of us were for anything. No, we're not good enough at anything. Um, But it's funny because I got reading this forum while people were talking about unique skills that they have. And uh, one guy, which got a bunch of likes and stuff, he said, I'm the best at Microsoft Excel I actually came second place in the Microsoft Excel World Championship, and then he screenshotted a photo of the rankings, and it showed him as number two for Microsoft Excel. It sounds like he's not quite the best, actually. It, well, it no, sounds like he's number two. He was number so. two instead, but I, I had no idea. The Microsoft Excel World Championship? Yeah, I didn't know that existed either. Who decides that that's what they want to get good at on the side? Yeah, I'm really good at spreadsheets. Like, do you put that on your dating profile? Can, yeah, my hobbies. I can spread a sheet. Like, nobody's business, man. You should see me and this spreadsheet, okay? Very weird to me. And he was extremely excited about it. I mean, I suppose the world champion, like, I don't know how many people in what all over the, the world. And what does that consist of? I mean, lots of people use Excel. Uh-huh. But to be the very best at it, what does that consist of? I mean, I know that some of these programs are far more powerful than what most people use them for. And I'm right? sure, yes, uh, there's a lot to Microsoft. Even people who are like, I'm terrible at Microsoft Excel. Oh, and I don't you think see I've somebody, ever used it. So. Uh, so I have. And if you see somebody who's good at making a spreadsheet, like there's lots of, you know, shortcuts and stuff that you can learn that. But my God, like you sit, sitting at home and you're like, yeah, I'm going to become the best at spreadsheeting. That's what I'm going to do with my time. And I bet, seems really weird. What kind of characters do you think are at that tournament? Holy hell, I, need I bet to it go. is a rowdy bunch, Shauna. I'm. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go to one of these. I hope one happens close to us. Like I don't know if they, they people do people show up for this. Like what you're, happens? You're here? asking if there's regionals. Yeah. If there's like the Southern Alberta yes. regional Excel tournament. Mm-hmm. Big personalities of that thing. <laughs> Big personalities. I would love to be friends with all of them. That sounds like a party. You know what though? I joke. <laughs> but if I was at a party and uh, someone said oh, I'm the second best person in the world at Microsoft Excel. I'd have some follow-up questions. Absolutely. I would be more interested in that than a lot of things people could say. It's very true. No, and when I saw it online, I was like, I'm sorry, what? And I had to look <laughs> into it. I was like, there is a Microsoft Excel World Championship. <laughs> Phenomenal. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I'm listening to this audiobook right now by a dude named Adam Grant, and it's called Think Again, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know. And it's all about being willing to change your mind and to recognize when you're digging in your heels on something as opposed to being open to new information. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good so far. And I was, as I was listening to this, I was thinking it's probably safe to say that anyone who listens to this show at this point is fairly open to having their ideas challenged, right? That's kind of something that we try to do on this show. Yeah. Um, they're my favorite type of people, those folks. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to share two things from this book that, that stood out to me so far, if I could. Uh, and I think these are two 
two skills that we could all have to kind of inoculate us against this like crazy division that we're seeing in the world right now, which is basically tearing society apart. Yep. Um, so the first idea was that we should be careful not to let our, our opinions become our identity because when that happens, then you're not open to, you're not open to any challenge to that. Right. Right. So you pick any contentious issue. You say like, I don't know, to gun control. If my opinion on gun control becomes part of my identity, then any anytime I hear from someone who disagrees with me, it's not just an attack on my opinion, it's attack an attack on me personally. Right. So that's where the issue comes, right? Yep. As opposed to if I were to make like a desire to know the truth part of my identity, then it doesn't matter what the opinion is mm -hmm. because uh, I would I would welcome a challenge to that. Right. If it gets us closer to the truth. That makes sense. And then you can understand other perspectives that it's not it's not so personal then, right? Yep. So, uh, and, if, and if you have to concede that someone else made a good point against your position, then you don't feel like you've lost a part of yourself, right? So I thought that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And then the second tool is actually even, even simpler. This book was saying when you do have a strongly held belief, we should ask ourselves what piece of evidence would change my mind? So I feel very passionately about this thing, yep. but is there potentially something, some piece of evidence someone could present, some point they could make that would that would make me rethink or would make me, you know, at least take a step back and consider that I might not be 100% correct on this. Hmm. So, and depending on the issue, there may be nothing like that. There may be nothing that would be satisfactory, like a, a piece of evidence that would that would change your mind. Yeah. But it at least gets you thinking from the other perspective, right? That makes sense. Yeah. It 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 makes you almost challenge your own beliefs. Then, so yeah, I thought you know we we're gonna have a, a contentious election coming up here, um, and you see it everywhere you look right now that people are just like you sure do hyper partisan at each other's throats. Yes. So these are and the attack ads don't really help that either. They don't. No. But uh, but especially like when you feel your emotions welling up on an email uh, on, on an issue, you can kind of like you can kind of apply either of these things. And I think it's a good reminder. It would make us all better for it. The Fagler and Shauna podcast. We got a text from a friend of the show yesterday who clearly dislikes hiking when you were talking about hiking and yep. your hiking boots. And they just texted, hiking is for the army and political prisoners. <laughs> We were cracking up oh, at this text yesterday. Man. Hiking you know, is for the army and political prisoners. That is so funny. I, I'm someone who's still kind of undecided <laughs> on hiking myself. So when I heard that, I was like, that's pretty funny. It, yeah. well, you were telling us about type one and type two adventures. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hiking is a type two adventure, right? Is that how it works? Yes. I know. It hurts in the moment, but you're glad you did it and there's a reward at the top. And Yeah. I mean, it, uh, well, depending on how intense your hike is, like that's yeah. the thing is that a lot of hiking for me, just walking, I'm not really a big just walker. Like, let's just go walking oh, around. I love for fun. walking. Yeah. Yeah. It's just walking not a big. Great. That's why when I heard that, I was like, that is hilarious. It's like, what does your dad say about camping? He's like, why would I live crappier on my vacation than I do when I'm working? See, like, <laughs> similar similar ideas with these two sayings. I yeah, get it. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Same yeah. energy here. Yeah. The Fagler and Shauna Podcast. We're watching this show on Netflix right now called The Night Agent. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. I, I keep falling asleep, so I'm not totally sure what's happening in the show, and I mm. think that's probably making it difficult to follow. That's fair. It's, yeah. It's all right for a going to sleep show. Oh, good, good. But one of the characters in the show is the American vice president, and his name in, in the show is Ashley. Not too many guys named Ashley out there, hey? No. Ashley no. is typically 
a female name. I mean, Ashley McIsaac, of course, the famous oh, Dilla. Okay, yeah. Yep. Your sister's name is Ashley, is it not? Yep, she's a girl, though. She is. Yes, <laughs> I said sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just what are, what are some other names that are primarily girl names, but will sometimes be guys' names? Because I think it goes the other way more often. Mm-hmm. More often, you'll hear like traditionally masculine names for girls. Yeah. But you don't often hear many like traditionally feminine names used for guys. Kelly. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Kelly's a good one. Courtney. Although, you know, I'm from Saskatchewan, so I know a lot of Kellys. Do you? A lot of guy Kellys. Interesting. <laughs> it's a big name out there. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Courtney, absolutely. We have Courtney's a friend right. who listens to the show. Yeah, he has to clarify that it's boy Courtney, because for a while when he first started texting in, I thought it was a girl Courtney. Calls himself boy Courtney. Courtney's boy a good Courtney. one. Yeah. What about Leslie? Uh, yeah. Like Leslie Nielsen. Or Stacy. Yep, that's a good one, too. Stacy Peralta. The odd, the odd Tracy. Oh, I knew yes. a Tracy as a as a boy. So Tracy one. McGrady. Yeah. Um. What about Mel? Mm-hmm. It's usually short for Melissa or Melanie. Yeah. Mel. Jackie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, because it normally would just be Jack Ooh. for a guy, right? Totally. Like Jackie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a couple. I know a few Jackies. Male too. Jackies. Yeah. Dana. Dana's a good one. McKenna's mom's name is Dana, but there's also like Dana White. Yeah. You know. I mean, what Jesse? Although that one's pretty unisex, I think. I don't. Yeah, know if that goes one way or the other. If you said Jesse, I wouldn't know just based on that. It's true. Yeah. Um, Frankie. And again, I would say tradition. Yeah, more it's true. M- it's more male. More men named Frankie than women. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Carrie would be more more women more women than men. Men, yeah. Mm-hmm. But occasionally you'll hear a man named Carrie, like Carrie Fraser. Yeah. Former NHL ref. Yeah. I know a dude named Lauren, spelled like, lo- not Lorne, Lorne. But yeah, like Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. There's lots. I mean, there's lots of them. Doesn't happen that often though. No. And it's exciting when you see it. It's Ooh, true. That's nice. There's a little spice right there. Guess you a little like spicy. Renee. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Sorry, I pushed the button there as you were about to say Renee. Renee. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, no, sometimes no. I'm like, are we finished talking? And I hit the button and then I feel bad if no, I no. cut you off. No, no, it was, yeah, I was just going to make a bad French joke. But there's a lot of French names I find that are more feminine sounding male names. Ah, good point. I heard one the other day. What was the name that I heard the other day where I assumed we were talking about a woman and it was a guy that was a French name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why that is. No, just the way it translates or whatever. But no, yeah. A couple more from the text line. Uh, Kim. Huh? Kim. Kim. Usually short for Kimberly, but although Kim is also a very popular name in Korea, right? Mm-hmm. As like a family name. Yep. Uh, um, the great thing about these names, if they're unisex like that, is that when you're having a child, you only have to come up with one name. It works right. Both ways. Mm-hmm. But usually people will say like, I like this for a boy. Yeah. Or I like this for a girl. But if you're just like, I like the name Kim. Yeah. It's going to be Kim no matter what. Yeah. Kimberly or Kim is in Kim Mitchell. Well, it's like how my parents, yeah, were. Can, they didn't get, like, they didn't find out if I was going to be a male or female. They didn't want to. And then my mom was convinced I was going to be uh, a boy because Would you have been Sean? I sounded so much different, or I felt, I guess, I, like I carried so much different than my sisters. So my, <laughs> sounded so much different in there. Yeah, it sounded hey, mom. like. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> mom. could hear it. Just a, yeah, that's it. Hey, hey, I'm in here. But no, um, I felt so much different, and so yeah, I was supposed to be Sean. And then when Sean. I was popped out as. Sean, it was a shocker to them. They're like, let's just add an A to it then, I guess. That's a real easy way to do it. It, it is. A couple more here. Uh, Kelsey. Yeah. You know, a couple boy Kelsies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is traditionally a, a girl's name. Shannon. Yeah. Shannon's another really good one. You know what's funny? 
So I said McKenna's mom is Dana, and her sisters are Shannon and Renee. Yeah. So we've all three of those have been listed here. All three of those are traditionally female names that will occasionally be used for men. Well, and I was going to say, I bet you it was just because she only wanted to come up with one name. So you think it would have been like a big family, so that's Dana a lot of work way. for her. She was probably just like, frigate, at this point, give me a name that works both ways. <laughs> give me a real versatile name. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of versatile, or versatile, however you like to pronounce it. Versatile. Versatile. Sometimes I like to throw a little stank on a word like that. Yeah, sometimes when you say the word too much, you want to mix it up. Yeah. Try out a new uh, new pronunciation. Versatile, like schedule. Exactly. Um, Shane Holmes, a very versatile home builder. They offer affordable customization, meaning that you can make little tweaks and changes to your floor plan, to your finishes, to your houses, to your, to your home uh, without spending all of your money. Because typically customization is very expensive. Not with Shane Homes. It's affordable. ShaneHomes.com, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. As a part of Matt's bachelor party on the weekend, we mentioned yesterday, but we wound up at the strippers on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And this was really hilarious. I just wanted to pass along a quick little story. But we are in different Ubers to get there. And when I... When I got to the strip club, Justin, our midday guy, bursts out the front door. I was like, I gotta go. And I looked at him. I was like, because about three minutes before that, he just discussed how he was coming to the strippers and he was all good to go and it was all totally fine. And then something happened in the like. He got in there. He and got then- in there and then immediately turned around and busted out the door. I was like, I have to go. <laughs> and then he kind of just like walked off and didn't give anybody an explanation. I remember looking at everybody. I was like, what just happened in there? He explained yesterday that uh, oh his God. wife was down here and was finished up what she was doing and said, oh, I'll, I'll pick you up right away. So that's why he had to hustle off. But yeah. we all thought that maybe he saw something in there. That's that it. He I was like, <laughs> that he, he see, wasn't supposed to see. <laughs> see a pair of milk monsters that scarred him for life? He walks in. Oh, God. <laughs> a flashback what? or something. Like his mom's in there or something reminded him of, oh, I got to get out. Maybe Justin has like stripper related PTSD that we don't know about or something. That's it. Like it was so funny because honestly goes in <laughs> with it like two minutes, just comes back out. White as a ghost. Just like what just is got, that? What? He got dummied by a pair of boobs year ago, years ago. Years like, ago. Hasn't oh fully recovered God. from the experience. So he gets in there so, and gets a smack down by some boobs. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> He's having like a 10,000 yard stare, having flashbacks. (laughs) What happened, Justin? (laughs) Oh my God. It really was a beautiful bonding experience, though. It was also uh, Sam, our weekend guy's first time ever at a strip club. So, really? Sam had never been to the Peelers before, eh? Nope. I saw my first male stripper, too. So, what did Sam think? He, I think he had a good time. Did he? Yeah. How was he reacting in there? It was. He was good. He was okay. good. Yeah. Uh, at one point, all of us were in the front row there, and we were, you know, giving some money to the strippers. And so he, it was actually really lovely because one of my friend's boyfriends passed over to him a bunch of loonies and said, "Here you go, sir. This is your, <laughs> this is your moment." And they were all throwing them together. And yeah. Wow, staff bonding, hey? It really is a weird thing when you think about it. I was like, we live in a, or we work in a strange place, don't we? Because that's not really that. I don't think that's that common to be no. going to the Rippers with a bunch of your coworkers, you know? And it was not a work-sanctioned event. No, it was. <laughs> but it was. No, but. All the staff. We were all there. We had a great time together, so good bonding. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was talking to my mom yesterday, and she was telling me she had a, a hard boof again. 
Oh, she's no. on a real bad run She's here. on a boof mission right now, isn't she? She's retired now and boofing all over the place. She had that one at Tim Hortons where she kind of forgot what it is she orders yeah. there and had to try to explain to the guy and it didn't go well. The ice cap, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she. this one was more of a physical boof. And we've talked a lot about boofs while speaking or, you know, the type of boof where you, just, you had a brain fart, right? Your yep. brain just shuts off for a moment. But you have to love a good physical boof, don't you? Yeah. So she was at the grocery store and trying to get... I don't know, out of the bulk bins, if it was like chocolates or something out of the bulk bins. Yeah. But she filled the bag and then realized that there was still quite a bit left in the thing. Like we're in the spout. Sort oh, of. yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was overflowing, but she didn't have a free hand oh, to yeah. shut it off. Mm. And there was no one around to help. So she was just spilling bulk food all over the floor. Yeah. And it was overflowing the bag. And then eventually someone appeared at the end of the aisle and she was like, help. So the person came down and (laughs) shut off the flow of bulk food. And I was like, that's brutal. Yeah. That is a rough boof. I mean, you know, I think I probably would have just like curled up my own shirt and just started, you know, collecting (laughs) more chocolate in my shirt there. And like, I don't know what else to do. Like maybe open up the front of it like that. Opening my pockets up, just (laughs) go ahead and fill those up next. And then go to the dill. Like, I'm (laughs) sorry. This many, please. Yes. I'm trying to save bags here. I put it in my pocket instead. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> that's a good physical booth. Oh, that's good. Also, yeah. another thing that's really tough to look cool while doing is if you accidentally spill anything, you can't look cool when you're spilling. No. Can you? Yeah, yeah you can't. No. Whoopsies. Whoops. Oh. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I stumbled across some demonyms recently. Yes. Uh, which, for those who don't know what that word is, it's just like the, what you call the locals of a certain place. Like, right. the, like we're Albertan. That's our demonym, essentially. Calgarian. Yes, um, but I realized there's a lot of places even within our own province that I didn't know what the demonym was. Like, I don't okay. know what you actually call the residents. So I thought it might be fun to quiz you to see if you know any of these or not. I'll do my best. Okay. So we're starting with, of course, Edmonton, which you would know. Edmontonians. Yeah. What about Camrose? Cam, Camrosians? Yes. What about Banff? Is it Banffites? Banffites, yeah. Uh, Edson? Edsoners? Edsonite, Edsonite, another ite. Uh, Grand Prairie, Grand Grand Prairians. Yeah, well, you're doing very well with these. I I A N is a pretty safe bet it's for fair. a lot of these. It's true. Red Deer, Red Deerians, mm-hmm. Spruce Grove, Spruce Groveians, Spruce Grovers, Spruce Grovers. They're Grovers <laughs> over there. Which that one I kind of like. Stetler, uh, Stetlerites. Yeah, Tabor, Taborites. Mm-hmm. Airdrie. Airdrians? So this is a funny one because technically they're Airdronians. Airdronians. Ooh, that's nice. But Airdrians went up in my books. Well, here's the thing is I guess a, a delegate from the town's namesake in Scotland came and visited at one point and said that it was Airdronians. But people from Airdrie don't like that. They would prefer to be Airdrians. They think Airdronian just sounds too, I don't know, old school or something. It's got some extra sounds in there it that sure don't does. really appear in the name. So. Yeah, so that one's actually up for debate. I like Airdronians, though. I like Airdronians, like too. I know, it sounds more regal of some sort. And then High River. High Riverites? Yeah. I hate that there's so many ites. Like, ites and Ians, yeah. Yeah, it's always really, you're just like, I always kind of wish we could get a little more creative with some of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, for High River, I was like, it would be fun if you did something with River. Like, called them floaters or something. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like, as opposed to just tacking, yeah, just tacking a ite suffix on there. Or Ian into it. Yeah. 
like a floaters doesn't sound good. Maybe not that. Paddlers? No, something like that. A little more creative, yeah. though. Are there any of those, though, that are more creative? I was trying to think. We'd have to come up with them ourselves. Maybe that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into it. You missed the best one, though. Which is the best one? Uh, Lethbridge. I learned this just recently from friends oh, of the show. yeah. Lethbians. <sighs> That one, though, is unofficial, but let's go with it. Yeah, there isn't an official one. Lethbridge is out on what they want to be called, and Lethbians... Lethbians is, is definitely popular. what they need to go for, though. Yes, it's how my son Brigham would say lesbians. Yes, exactly. Lethbians. Lethbians. <laughs> That's where you're from. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A bunch of friends of the show have sent this clip that's floating around right now about uh, Edmontonians. Have you seen this? I have seen it, yes. Yeah. I've sent it several times Oh, as well. my God. So funny. So, anyway, it's just uh, Trevor Wallace, the comedian, talking about Edmonton and the people he met there. And, well, here's what he says. I mean, dude, it was a part of Canada. It's called Edmonton. It's in Alberta. They're like... They had like mullets, Bass Pro Shop hats. Oh, sick. Shit. Mustaches? Like yeah. Nice. Like, the Hicks of the North. But that's why I was like, dude, I'm a crush. These are my people. Yeah. yeah. Mullets, Bass Pro Shop hats, <laughs> short shorts, all balls artistic. poking out. Full Cindy. <laughs> so, of you course. Say short shorts with balls poking with balls out. balls poking out, which is, that's an amazing visual as well. But everybody who was sending it, of course, is like, Terry? This is Terry right here. I'm like, there we go. It's yep. absolutely Terry. That is 100% Terry. Yeah. Just missing his jean vest. It is. Jack. And his dirt. But yeah, he, he pretty much nailed it. It's always so funny when you see people from not Edmonton or not from Canada as a whole coming in and descending upon those people, the lovely Terries of Edmonton. And then this is the descriptors they have, like, accurate. Yeah. The thing about the Bass Pro Shop hats, though, is that, like, all the kids wear them now. Yeah, it's true. It's becoming... It's not just Terry, and I'm sure Terry's not cool with that either. He's not so. cool with that. No, it's like his Carhartts. The kids first take yeah. the Carhartts, and then now they're taking the Bass Pro Shop hats. Never fished a day in his life. Yeah. That same with the Carhartts. Uh, that, you're not, you don't even... That's workwear. That's workwear. Clean Carhartts. Yeah, no. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. There was a skate shack, an ODR, and written in the skate shack, it said Gene Hackman, as in the actor. I'm not saying it was me, I'm not saying who it was, but I know it what? happened. Yeah. Big yeah. vandalism. Well, I thought it was funny. It was you. It wasn't me, I'm telling you. Just That's spit. your type of humor. You're like, oh. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.